0: up on We Talk News this week. Hey, Hubcraft, the truth, win-win. That's right. Another celebrity brand heads to the Bay State, and this one's in the Hall of Fame. Speaking of Hall of Famers, TV's Dave Briggs had his first conversation with Megatron, also known as Calvin Johnson, from the NFL. In your estimation, how many guys in NFL locker rooms, at least in your day, did smoke? Yeah, over, over 50% of the guys and Massachusetts launches home delivery of adult-use cannabis. We Talk News this week is next. Pro Cannabis Media Programming and PCM TV is supported by Revolutionary Clinics, Massachusetts' number one medical dispensary where the patient comes first, and by Salient Systems for Video Surveillance. You've got regulations? Salient has solutions for your security needs. And by Accounting Buds, your number one CPA specialist for the cannabis industry. And by Artery Pay, easy, cheap, fun, and legal, just like cannabis should be. We are Pro Cannabis Media. Hi everyone! Welcome to Week Talk News. I'm Jimmy Young from Pro Cannabis Media. Lots of great stories for you this week, but I ask you: Have you told us your cannabis story yet? Go to our website and enter to win with yourstory.com. That's your story with an I. A great child and smell-proof storage container system for the cannabis enthusiast in your life. But first, another sports celebrity enters the weed business. And this guy needs no introduction for Boston Celtics fans. Paul Pierce has signed on with the Hubcraft. And what do you think his strain is going to be called? It's going to be called the truth, of course. And that strain will be coming to the Hubcraft Bay State Dispensaries before the end of this year. Here's Shivani Dallas, the Hubcraft's Chief Strategy Officer, with that announcement.
1: Hey, massachusetts we are so excited to bring paul pierce and his new brand in cannabis to the massachusetts market
2: true brand coming to stores near you massachusetts i'm excited to be partnering up with hubcraft hey hubcraft the truth win-win check us out coming soon
0: the hubcraft will have three dispensaries in massachusetts including Holyoke. Clinton and Fitchburg. The other big story in Massachusetts this week is the start of home delivery for weed. And if you live within 15 miles of Taunton, you could get freshly baked. Of course, you could probably achieve that anywhere. But in this case, it's actually the name of the delivery company that opened up operations this week. Ron Marshallcy has that story.
3: I'm Ron Marshallsea with the Massachusetts Cannabis Report for Weed Talk News. For the first time in Massachusetts, if you are an adult over the age of 21 and you want legal weed delivered directly to your home, you can do that. Especially if you are in the Taunton area. Freshly Baked is the first delivery service to receive a comments operations notice from the Cannabis Control Commission. Their first groundbreaking delivery went directly to the founder's home, part of a test run before the company starts taking real orders from the public next week. The first recipient was one of the co-owners Jenny Roseman, who received her order from her partner and co-owner, Phil Smith. The two are veterans who bonded over how cannabis has helped with their anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder, saying they want their newfound delivery business to help veterans who struggle in public places and may not want to leave home. Freshly Baked is working with an online cannabis delivery platform called Lantern to accept orders and will operate within a 15-mile radius of the Taunton area. Rules for the delivery are such as the vans must be staffed by two employees and equipped with a GPS tracker, cameras, and a secure storage area. They cannot operate as rolling dispensaries that carry a mix of inventory to be parceled out as orders arrive, instead carrying only pre-prepared orders for specific customers. As a result, all freshly baked deliveries will arrive the next day, which also gives firm time to plot out an efficient route. It is important to note that recreational deliveries can be made to any municipality that hasn't banned retail pot shops. The commission also requires customers to submit their photo ID online for pre-verification and every doorstep transaction must be filmed by a body camera with the footage retained for 30 days, a measurement to protect drivers from theft and guard against sales to minors. One license type enables delivery coming directly from a dispensary, and one is directly from a wholesaler. That's this week's Massachusetts Cannabis Report. For Weed Talk News, I'm Ron Marshallsey.
0: This week, the National Football League and their Players Association announced the creation of a $1 million fund to study the use of cannabis to treat pain. In the last collective bargaining agreement between these two sides, both the players and the owners realized it was time to take cannabis off the list of banned substances. Now, the league's chief medical officer, Dr. Alan Sills, has now recruited a leading doctor from the Beth Israel Deaconess Hospital right here in Boston to be the co-chair on this new pain management committee. His name is Dr. Kevin Hill. He heads up the addiction psychiatry department at the B.I. Deaconess, and Hill is on record as saying, the level of interest in the use of medical marijuana is greater than the evidence from the research available. So the league hopes to award five grants for research from that $1 million fund. In the meantime, more and more Former NFL players are getting into the cannabis business after their careers are over. One is Hall of Famer Calvin Johnson from the Detroit Lions. Nicknamed Megatron, he and a former teammate, Rob Sims, are opening a dispensary in Michigan called Primitive. Next week, we launch a new show on our network called The Conversation with Dave Briggs. Both Rob and Calvin join Dave to talk about the cannabis culture in the NFL.
3: Uh, The NFL has its own cannabis culture believe it or not between the guys um, and you know the ones that are smart about it are able to do it safely and um, and respectfully and just be able to move forward the first day they
0: test you is 420 is that irony or or uh, just uh, punishment they got it they got a, a weird sense of humor yeah. up in the <laughs> that's a very weird sense of humor rob talks about a cannabis culture calvin in the nfl tell me more about that i mean in your estimation how many guys in nfl locker rooms at least in your
3: day did smoke yeah over half over 50 percent of the guys whether it was a constant thing or just for you know a social or or just for healing you know i would say over the half of the locker room i would probably i would want to say way more than that but Maybe sixty, seventy percent have 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 experience with cannabis. You know, so I mean, it's, I mean, sure, college, through <laughs> you know, you're going to you're going to come in contact with these things. It's just on the person, you know, to, to find what's what's their choice to help them uh, find solutions for their pain and you know, and their whatever uh, discomfort they have.
0: That conversation with Dave Briggs and the entire interview will live stream on PCMTV and ProCannabisMedia.com on Wednesday the 16th at 9 p.m. And then, of course, it will be available on demand on all of our distribution platforms. So what's up on the state? Legalization front? Well, it looks like Connecticut will become the next New England state to legalize adult use of cannabis. The Senate there passed the bill, and with Governor Ned Lamont's expected approval, it heads to the Connecticut House. Unfortunately, Republicans in that chamber have decided they'd like to slow down this process, and the state session adjourned without a vote for now. Now, no one is sure when it will be debated on the House floor before it becomes law. Connecticut's Democrats still think they could push it over the finish line. If that happens, Connecticut will become the 18th state to legalize the sale and use of cannabis by adults. Now, one state that is already reaping the tax benefits of legalization is Nevada. That's where the world's largest dispensary, Planet 13, continues to set sales records. With that story and more, here's The Green Market Report's Deborah Borchardt reporting this week from Times Square in New York. Deborah?
1: business update for Weed Talk News. This week, Vireo Health changed its name to Goodness Growth Holdings, which is similar to the company's retail store name, Green Goods. The company also changed its ticker from V-R-E-O-F to G-D-N-S-F on the OTC Marketplace. Juicy Holdings got caught up on their financial earnings releases this week. The company delivered full year 2020, fourth quarter 2020, and first quarter 2021. Now for the first quarter, revenue increased 29% sequentially to $32 million. Jushi also forecast that for the second quarter, revenue should be in the range of $40 to $45 million. But that sounds great. It's a little slower growth than what the company has been experiencing. Planet 13 reported record sales in May as Las Vegas comes roaring back to life. May is the third month in a row that the company has had record sales. For May, they recorded $11 million, and sales are even better than before the pandemic. And Vegas hotels are quickly selling out as tourists return from lockdowns. I'm Deborah Borchardt reporting from Times Square with the Green Marker Report, for we talk news.
0: What's going on in Colorado? You know, that was the first state in the union to legalize adult use of cannabis for recreational purposes. Well, now the state legislature there wants tougher packaging requirements on concentrates. And they also are looking to tighten up the rules for the under 21 adults to obtain a medical card. Yes, that means 18 to 20 year olds in that state can get med cards. The bill under consideration also wants to put a buying limit to 8 grams per day. Now, this is the same state where the governor, Ned Polis, just increased the possession limit to two ounces instead of the one that had been on the books for years. The adult use chapter continues to unfold slowly in Vermont. Here's Jessie Lynn Dolan with that report. Jesse Lynn?
2: Thanks, Jimmy. I'm Jessie Lynn Dolan from Nurse Grown Organics and Vermont Cannabis Nurses, and this is the We Talk News Vermont Report. Vermont's latest cannabis bill has become law. Governor Scott signed S-25, which will go into effect immediately. While the cannabis community is going to have to keep pushing to make sure our commercial cannabis market is grounded in justice and equity, this at least helps us move forward on finally getting to retail sales. The Cannabis Control Board continues to meet weekly with ample public comment opportunities. This week's meeting focused on updates and input from small cannabis cultivators, policy advocates, and service providers. All three board members have committed to prioritizing cannabis social equity in Vermont. Board member Julie Holbert said they have a historic responsibility to build a foundation for which inclusive and restorative practices are the cornerstone of the cannabis industry. With support from Tiernanog Candies, Colonel Forbin's Finest Cannabis, and several other Vermont cultivators, Vermont Cannabis Nurses Association gifted over 200 bags of cannabis edibles, five dozen cannabis clones, and 11 ounces of cannabis flower over the last two weeks. That's the Vermont Report for Weed Talk News. I'm Vermont's cannabis nurse, Jessie Lynn Dolan.
0: So do you know anyone with a cannabis conviction in Arizona? There is hope that by this summer, the records for thousands of current inmates serving time for limited cannabis offenses will be expunged. After July 12th, they can apply for expungement if the conviction is for possession of under 2.5 ounces and even for paraphernalia or growing. Now, let's check in with the Midwest and Michigan's Rick Thompson for the latest on what's going on in that state. Rick.
4: Thank you, Jimmy. This is Rick Thompson with the Michigan Report for Weed Talk News let's begin two and a half years after michigan voters elected to legalize the adult use of cannabis battles are still being waged over citizens rights and commercial presence in cities and towns flushing township will vote this week on restricting caregiver and patient growing activities whitewater township's anti-cannabis parks and rec leader gathered signatures and placed a question on the august primary ballot with the intent of shutting down businesses proposed for her community and many other cities have ordinances with restrictive intent in various stages of approval. The rush to regulate comes after a court decision last year paved the way for communities to impose reasonable restrictions on personal cannabis activities. The court failed to define reasonable, and communities are scrambling to enact ordinances before a new court decision rescinds their authority to do so. Speaking of restricting the rights of individual citizens, The Michigan Cannabis Manufacturers Association was dealt another blow this week. You've heard me talk about how a small cadre of commercial big shots wants to cut back patient growing rights by 75% statewide, and the boycott of their establishments they earned as a result. Well, national seed company DNA Genetics on Monday pledged their support for caregivers and patients in a blistering interview with industry experts. The beleaguered trade group has taken such a beating that they hired a new spokesperson to help restore credibility, and it's none other than the previous head of the entire state cannabis regulatory system, who's now a compliance specialist with LiveWell, one of the offending corporate entities. She's been on the job for less than 48 hours and has already declined an interview with me. Looks like she's picking up right where the previous spokesperson left off. This is a national story which grows more intense every day. Keep listening to Weed Talk News for the latest updates. And that's it for the Michigan report. I'm Rick Thompson for Weed Talk News.
0: Anybody for bong hits on the Las Vegas strip? It could happen. Massachusetts-based Cureleaf Has entered into a strategic partnership with Rolling Stone magazine. Curaleaf's select brand will do just that with Rolling Stone's help. That media company will select the brands to co market. They are pre rolls and a pod system that carry that co brand. Now, there will be a lot more visibility for these co branded products because both Curaleaf and Rolling Stone will be announcing a first of its kind retail space in Las Vegas in 2022. Remember, Nevada is looking to license social cafes as soon as the legislature there can figure out how to do that safely. Now, let's check in with Illinois and see what's going on in that state where they seem to set sales records every month. Here's Margo Vasselli with the Illinois Report. Margo?
5: I'm Margo Vasselli from Margoana with this week's We Talk News Report from Illinois. Illinois set a new sales record just this past May. As of May, over $116 million in sales have been coming from recreational marijuana sales. And now, since the state state legalized recreational marijuana in January 2020, the numbers have been staggering. Experts are predicting that we will reach over $1 billion in sales by the end of this year. Illinoisans are now awaiting the governor to sign off on the new proposed 110 Additional License Bill Amendment. The original bill was signed by Pritzker back in 2019, and critics are declaring that it left out minorities that it was supposed to be supporting. That's the Illinois Report. I'm Margot Vasselli from We Talk News.
0: Do you know anyone who's considered a COVID long hauler? I do, and it's really debilitating. You can have brain fog, musculoskeletal pain, heart palpitations, headaches, fatigue, and depression for months. Well there is hope, because researchers are finding now that certain cannabinoids, you know the chemicals in the cannabis plant, can help rid some sufferers from those symptoms. Both the Journal of Biomolecular Structure and Mechanics and the Journal Frontiers in Pharmacology conclude that cannabis can be an important therapeutic plant for fighting post-COVID symptoms. Might be a good time to visit the medical dispensary. In New Jersey, another one has opened, and Tara
6: Masu sargente has that story. Tara? I'm Tara Massou from Glaze and & Bakery, and this is the New Jersey Report for Weed Talk News. This week, New Jersey opened its 19th dispensary, Zenleaf, near Quaker Bridge Mall in Lawrence, New Jersey. Zenleaf is owned by Chicago-based multi-state operator Verano. This marks their 78th dispensary nationally and third in New Jersey, also having locations in Elizabeth and Neptune. Like all New Jersey dispensaries, it is medical only for now, but is likely to be grandfathered in once the 21 and over market opens and they have enough cannabis to meet demand. Executive Vice President of Verano, Anthony Marcico said, we have experience in multiple states expanding from medical to recreational use and we always prioritize patients. Jim Kaunacki, the mayor of Lawrence, said the township did their own research, which they began years ago to get ahead of the curve. And the mayor said residents of Lawrence voted 71% in favor of legalization. So the need to allow sales was obvious. The town however will not allow consumption lounges with any of their dispensaries but will permit delivery once the state has regulations guiding it i'm tara masu from blazing bakery and this has been the new jersey report for weed talk news
0: now it's time for another research study that the level of thc in your system is not a fair indicator of impaired driving the National Institute of Justice conducted a research study on 20 people and concluded just that. With more details from what is going on in our nation's capital, here's Phil Adams from Vote Pro Podcast with the DC Report. Phil?
7: Hi, I'm Phil Adams from Vote Pro Podcast, and this is the Weed Talk News DC Report. A bill to allow researchers to study cannabis products from state legal dispensaries cleared a House committee vote this week. The measure was approved by the Transportation and Infrastructure Committee as part of a larger transit bill and will now head to the full house for consideration. The pertinent provisions within the Invest in America Act would allow researchers who are currently limited to a single approved source of cannabis to study the products that cannabis consumers are actually buying and using. The measure also calls for the Department of Transportation to work with other federal agencies to develop a report on providing access to samples of various cannabis strains and products for research. A study funded by an agency of the US State Department finds that THC levels are not reliable indicators of marijuana impairment. Sponsored by a grant from the National Institute of Justice, the study looked at 20 people who either ate or vaped cannabis with varying levels of THC Subjects were then given standard field sobriety and cognitive tests. The results show no correlation between the levels of THC in the subject's systems and their sobriety test performance, regardless of how the cannabis was ingested. The study found that while THC does lead to impairment, the concentration of THC in the body does not accurately indicate the degree of impairment. The NFL, along with the Players Union, plans to begin funding research into the therapeutic potential of cannabis. The Pain Management Committee, a joint commission of the NFL and the NFLPA, announced it will award up to $1 million in research grants to study THC, CBD, and other compounds as alternatives to opioids for the treatment of pain. The announcement came at a press conference this week, where committee co-chair Dr. Kevin Hill said, quote, Clearly, there are a lot of great ideas in this space, and there's a lot of important research that needs to be funded. The Pain Management Committee was formed in 2019. That's the Weed Talk News DC report for this week. I'm Phil Adams from Vote Pro Podcast.
0: The state of Maine has set another sales record in May with over $5.36 million of cannabis sold. That breaks April's record by 1 million, and the tourist season is just starting in vacation land. And finally tonight, in an effort to encourage more vaccinations against COVID-19, Washington State has implemented a new incentive. Yes, it's joints for jabs. If you get a vaccination, you can walk off with a free pre-roll for the plus 21 crowd, of course. And not to be outdone, the liquor industry in that state counters with a shots for shots incentive. Yes, only in America. That's Weed Talk News for this week. I'm Jimmy Young. Remember, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. Weed Talk and In the Weeds are two productions of pro-cannabis media supported by Revolutionary Clinics, one of the top medical cannabis dispensaries in the Massachusetts area, now with three locations in Greater Boston, two in Cambridge, and one on Broadway in Somerville. Rev Clinics has a patient-first mission, They will customize your needs as a medical patient with the proper titration and combination of strains, flavors, and products. Rev Clinics, where the patient comes first.
4: Hi, I'm Ben Shower, New England rep for Salient Video Management Systems. Let me tell you what makes us different in the security space. We're your trusted advisors for all your security needs. I know how complicated the regulations are in cannabis, and working with salient systems will be the polar opposite of that. I give free consultations and we'll walk you through every step of the process so that you can get what you need at the price you can afford. We're robust. We're simple and scalable. We're Salient Systems, your solutions to all your security needs. Please contact me at the information below and I'm looking forward to being your trusted advisor.